Hello and welcome to Small Screen Stories. This is the show where I go over all the news in the world of entertainment and pop culture. But today, well, actually, these these streams have become a bit different because we we want to concentrate on one thing really today. There's a, there is some news to go over, and we might go over it, we might not. But today, you lie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got my producer back. Uh, today, I wanted to to go over the article that we posted um, on on Small Screen today about. Um, there it is, inside the civil war between Warner Media and HBO Max. So, uh, before I get into that, if you could like and subscribe, that'd be wonderful. If you could also follow us on social media, that'd be really good too. You can follow us everyone on social media at Small Screen Co. That's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And I do release this as a podcast later on. Uh, you can find that wherever you get your podcasts at Small Screen Stories, a five star rating. Yeah. On <laughs> that'd be wonderful. Uh, so, now that I've got all that stuff out of the way, let's get into this article. Uh, and there's a lot of stuff to get into because uh, basically one of the reasons why I did this article, why I wrote this article was because I had a lot of people asking me um, what's going on, what's going on at Warner Media, why, why are they not uh, actively celebrating the release of the Snyder Cut? Why are they releasing uh, some very strange um, interviews on, in Variety, for instance, with uh, Anne Sarnoff, uh, in which they kind of say they well they really do say that the Snyderverse is done that that the, the, they are completely and utterly done with the Snyderverse they're moving on uh, to what has now been described as the Hamadaverse they're doing other things basically that's what's happening and yes I can see already one two three Rock Boy X <laughs> that's a great name by the way uh, says restore the Snyderverse is at seven hundred k so that's one of the stories that was on small screen today is that um, restore the Snyderverse is trending it's massive it's getting to near to 1 million. Um, hopefully it will get to 1 million. So that is happening. And uh, Reese is in the comments. Hello there. Do we have a little hello there for Reese? <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> hello there. We do. We do. We have that for you, Reese. And that James guy, what up? What up to that James? Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Yeah. <laughs> that is not the best Godfather film, but it's a good line from it. But yeah, so... I had a lot of people asking me if if there was any clarification. One of those people was James, for instance, my producer. Another person was Sil, and a lot of people, Sil Abdul over at Sil Abdul Inc. <laughs> Welcome to Super Team Megaforce. I am not Edward Lauder. He's not Edward Lauder, because I am Edward Lauder. And I'm not Sil Abdul, because he's Sil Abdul. Right, let's get. <laughs> and hello to Gunnar Moore. Uh, Moose, you've been talking to me today on Twitter. Um, hello to you. I hope you're very well. Thank you very much for sharing the article. Warner Brothers is like, bring on the Hamadaverse. Yes, Mikey, you're right. Warner Brothers is like, Warner Media is like that. That's Warner, that's Warner Media for you. Some of the uh, CEOs over at Warner Media. So, evening to Dan Zig as well. Hello to Dan Zig. I hope you're Crush doing your enemies. See them driven before you, and they hear a lamentation of their women. There are lots of Arnie fired. Yeah, uh, I'm not fired, by the way. But uh, hello to hello to Dan. So basically, what I wanted to do. <laughs> sorry, you ought to do Amber Heard's accent, Coach. Please, yeah. So, so okay, you obviously don't know the story, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure James. No, but um, actually, what I, I know that if, if it does feel like this is me uh, kind of uh, shitting all over Amber Heard, but I will say one thing about <laughs> what, what, one thing about that nightmare sequence. Not shooting on you. She she might she might shit in bed first though. She's terrible in that scene. She's terrible in it. And what I will I will defeat all people. And then she's going around with two bloody boxes of water. I'm like, so you're only useful if you carry around two bloody boxes of water in a fucking nightmare. Hey, but she's wearing the shit out of that suit though, son. that's not an excuse. Her her character in that scene is useless. I uh, sorry, I, yeah, I've got yeah, hello to. I'm not going to be able to pronounce your name. Iffy, uh, I can't. I'm sorry. Hello to Iffy. I, I got that. Hello to EJ Bass. Um, and one of one of the things I've seen in the comments is someone saying, "Not this again." <laughs> yeah. Well, I just wanted to explain to uh, one, two, three, Rock Boy X. Uh, basically, I, I agree with you. Her accent in Amanda Heard's accent. Uh, Amanda Heard. 
Amber Heard's accent in uh, in Zack Snyder's Justice League was terrible, and this is coming from Brit, so I do know. Uh, <laughs> hello, everyone. So, uh, South Cali guy, 80, 87. Hello to you. Uh, and so, <laughs> yeah, hi, Baron says hi. Uh, so, I've seen a lot of you guys in the chat. Um, I'm hoping hoping that you're going to like this because this is kind of going to be a deep, a relatively deep dive into my article. Um, I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. <laughs> and Car uh, Corey, this is his first time on the show. So, well, uh, in the comments. So, hello to you, Corey. Uh, that's great. Thank you very much. Uh, so, basically, what's going on? So, people were asking me what is going on inside Warner Media, and that's why I wrote this article because um, I'm, I'm actually lucky enough to know some people that that uh, work not specific, well, in Warner Media, but uh, I'm not going to go into that because I don't want to reveal who they are. But I know some people very close to what's going on, and uh, and this is this is something that I wasn't really comfortable sharing. I'm going to be completely honest with you because, <laughs> yeah, because first off, this is a different form of journalism. I'm, I'm, I, you know, I don't tend to do more investigative pieces. I'm more of a news guy. Uh, but this is, this to me is also news and it's also investigative journalism as well, because uh, these people, these people that they, they were telling me some rather interesting things about what's going on at, at, at Warner Media. And basically, the whole thing is a mess at the moment. That, that's, what, that's what it boils down to. And I can tell you that this whole article boils, boils down to um, that there are two, there's a rift uh, between the two, like in, in the executive, within the executives themselves of Warner Media, there's a rift. So one of the first things I wanted to do in this article was explain and try and clarify who the actors are, who the key players are at Warner Media. And, and I do think that moving forward, he's one of them. He is one of them. Uh, he's specifically DC films related. So this again is a lot of. This is all to do with DC films. This is all to do with the Snyderverse. Sorry, excuse me. This is all to do with um, how what happens, how they get things greenlit. What is happening with the Snyderverse? Why and also why is Ansarnoff releasing um, while well, doing interviews? Which is like if you read that interview, read between the lines, it's a massive hit piece. On the fandom, on the DC fandom, on uh, on uh, Zack Snyder, on uh, Ray Fisher, and it's a puff piece for Walter Hamada. Uh, it's a puff piece for what they're going to be doing uh, with uh, Bad Robots. Uh, those things that you know, th those diverse projects that they've got coming up. Um, forgetting the fact that Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League is a very diverse film, and they literally cut out all the bl <laughs> the black actors in uh, Justice League. But apparently, that wasn't uh, a racist thing. Uh, I oh, man. Again, I really don't understand how that happens. So what is going on? What is happening? Uh, basically, so the people that you need to that you need to remember are uh, Jason Keeler is one of them. Anne Sarnoff is another. Toby Emmerich is another. Um, Walter Hamada is... Uh, and, and there he is. And then Casey Blois is another one. I think that's how you say his name. Casey Blois uh, is another one that's involved. So th this is the hierarchy at Warner Media, and it is a mess. Why? Okay, so Anne Sarnoff is literally, I think it was back in August uh, of 2020, she was, excuse me, she was promoted to Warner Media Studios CEO. Jason Keeler is Warner Media CEO. Okay, so already you have a CEO for Warner Media and a CEO for Warner Media Studios. Before she was uh, Warner, she was involved in Warner Brothers. She was the, the CEO of, um, I believe, I, I'm forgetting her, her title originally, but she was originally part of Warner Brothers. She was then brought into Warner Media. And really, one of the reasons she was brought in was kind BBC. of... That, yes, that's it. That's it. Uh, she was kind of brought in to steady the ship. She was brought in from BBC. Uh, that's, where she, that's where she came from. And, but her, her first title uh, within Warner Media was uh, under Warner Brothers, but I'm forgetting what that was again. So... These are the people that you have to pay attention to. And I know a lot of people already know this. A lot of people already know they're saying, well, why hasn't Jason Keelar greenlit the project yet? Uh, why hasn't he uh, gone ahead and greenlit the Snyderverse? Why is Ansarnoff coming out when we really should be celebrating the fact that Zack Snyder's Justice League was seen in the US, okay, again, in the US on HBO Max by people who have TVs, uh, specific smart TVs as well. It was watched by 1.8 million people in its first weekend. And then, uh, 
you you've got uh one one's a woman 1984 that was watched on again christmas weekend so literally christmas uh by 2.2 million people in its first weekend and then you have articles over on deadline that was basically pitting these two against one another and then interestingly enough those numbers came from samba tv and the director of samba tv went on sill show the other day and kind of said those numbers were misconstrued it was deliberate by, by <laughs> yeah and um so what's been going what was oh here we go she was the ceo of warner brothers in 2019 yeah you're right this is that was it she was the ceo of warner brothers in 2019 she was then promoted to warner media studio ceo in 2020 so that that, that was it she was the, the ceo of warner brothers so and then a lot of people don't really understand the difference between Warner Brothers and Warner Media. Warner Media is the company as a whole, so it's the company that encompasses everything uh, that used to be Time Warner. So, and what happened was there was a uh, AT and T came in and tried to well, they they originally tried to buy uh, Time Warner for 80, 85 billion, I think it was, um, in two thousand sixteen. That what? Yeah, it's a lot. That then got delayed uh, until 2018 because of worries that they'd be creating a monopoly, which they kind of did anyway. So basically, Warner Media consists of everything. E everything is Warner Media. Um, so like HBO Max is that. Warner Brothers is there. Um, you know, you've got all the other streaming services and things and, and channels as well that are, that are involved in there. So it's the problem is one of the problem is it's AT and T kind of created a company that's too big. That's one of the problems. And it's really difficult to organize a company at that level. Yeah. <laughs> and what they're trying to do is there's basically this core group. And hello to Fatal J. Ah! Ah! <laughs> there we go. So uh, one, two, three says uh, Turner, Cartoon Network, HBO, et cetera. So all those channels are also part of it. Yeah, that's that's all broken down in the article, too. Yeah, that's, that, that, is, that is in the article. <laughs> uh, I'm trying not to just read it out for you guys. <laughs> uh, I'm wondering, Rocky, boy, did you, if you read the article or, or not, I'm just curious. You know a lot about this stuff, too. So chime in on Twitter, too, at Small Screen, uh, Small Screen Co. Yeah, the voice, the voice of my producer. So basically, <laughs> sorry. Uh, one one of the things I wanted to that was one of the things I wanted to clear up. And basically, that this is the and hello to Axel by the way. This <laughs> this is the hierarchy at Warner at Warner Media. So Warner Media, these are the key names. So they're, they're the names that you really have to remember. Uh, I did. I did do a bit where I said it's time to name names. So here we go. This is this is the bit that I was interested in. So Jason Keeler, CEO of Warner Media, uh, uh, Anne Sarnoff, um, and then you've got she's the CEO of Warner Studios, and you've got Walter Hamada, who's the head of DC Films, and Casey Bloyce in the mix as well, who's the chief content officer for HBO Max. So all these people, in order to greenlit, greenlight, greenlight, greenlight anything, they all have to unanimously agree. At least that's what they have to show. They have to show a front uh, where they are all in agreement that this is what they're going to be doing. And this is specifically with DC, DC content. So everyone that's saying, why can't Jason Keelar just come out and say, we're going we're gonna to continue the Snyderverse over on HBO Max? Well, that's what they'd want to do. Ideally, that's what they want to do. They want to continue the Snyderverse, the Snyderverse over on HBO Max. But the problem is, is there are two teams within this group there, and I, I kind of, it's a bit simplistic to do this, but I, I boiled it down to Team Snyderverse and Team Hamadaverse. And you've got people like Ansanoff, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say the guy playing the clips, his timing's on point. He really is. Oh, but you know what? I'm getting pissed off with all these clips, James. So uh, you stop it. Let me, let me get on with my job. <laughs> I can't. Seriously. Call it, Sanchez, or you'll get a knuckle supper. Are you going to continue doing this? Are you going to do another one? Are you going to do another one? If you I, just want, I just have one quick question. Okay, now you can stop, seriously. Um, so, yes. So you have all these people. Nope. <laughs> well, it was really difficult to keep a flow going when you've got a mad producer in the background. So all these people have to unanimously agree on what they uh, on on anything they greenlight that's DC related. So this is this is an issue because it basically means that within <laughs> within the company itself, within the hierarchy of the company, there is a rift, and this rift is pretty. It's apparently it's quite bad. And one of the thing one of the things I was talking about in Sill Show is that. 
uh, Keela and Blois are very interested in getting Snyderverse to carry on on HBO Max. That, that's what they want. They think it's a no-brainer to do that and have just Zack Snyder continue doing his stuff over on HBO Max. There is an issue, though, that I was told about a bit later on, is that, that, that Zack Snyder might not want to do that. That's another thing that you have to remember. Snyder is very much a cinema-first kind of guy, and he was very intent on trying to get Zack Snyder, his, his Justice League, into cinemas and on IMAX screens. Now, that might still happen in the future with the pandemic. It's been a bit difficult. But if his content was going to be HBO Max exclusives, it might be difficult getting those on the big screen. They might be able to release it. Who knows? But it won't be a big cinema release. So that's something that you do have to bear in mind. Now, on the other, on the other side, you have three people. You have Toby Emmerich, uh, Anne Sarnoff, and, uh, and Walter Hamada, who don't want the Snyderverse to carry on. And that was not only made very clear in Anne Sarnoff's interview, it's also been it's it's been made very clear by the fact that there's literally a gagging order at the moment over at Warner Media that forbids people to talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League unless it's approved by the right people, mainly approved by this I call it a round table, this this group of individuals and then their PR experts and their lawyers and one of what. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Which is why people like Jason Keeler has that they've been very silent. It's again, it's also why they haven't been celebrating how well the Snyderverse has really been doing. The, the Zack Snyder's Justice League has been really been doing. There have been like just think about all the films that come out when you when you're looking at a film and they are putting it front and center like they like this. For instance, the uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League is the, one of the highest rated. Uh, it's actually, I think, Zack Snyder's highest rated movie on on Rotten Tomatoes. That's something that you should shout about. But they're not doing it. They're not taking quotes uh, from reviews and putting them on on um, on graphics and sharing those on social media. Their social media is is seriously <laughs> it's anemic. There's nothing going on. So yeah, what one two three rock boy X, <laughs> such a good name. Gag order, holy shit! This is what this shit is wild. Sorry, shit is wild. I can't read it. It's been a long day for me. So you're a funny guy, Sally. <laughs> it, it is crazy. It is crazy that they're doing this. But one of the the reasons that they're doing this is this is literally an order that's coming from the top <clears throat> because Edward. Yeah. Sorry, hold on one second. <laughs> what's what's he doing? What is my producer doing? Ah, oh, here we go. Here we go. Ashley. I've been getting a lot of that to say. It's so weird. It's so strange. Kudos to Reese for uh, putting that together and throwing up on Twitter. That was pretty good. I, uh, still, I still say that uh, the guy uh, Arnold punches in that needs to be my face. <laughs> I will say it's difficult to get a picture of your face. You're always in the dark, James. So, <laughs> so that might be a bit tricky. But <laughs> I, I don't have a face for HD. So, <laughs> uh, but it's yeah. So the, <laughs> that that is brilliant. There's another one as well that someone did on on, on Face App as well. That's on Twitter. It's very strange. I'm very touched, but it's also very strange. Uh, thank you very much for that. But yeah, so this <laughs> to get back into these into this so basically what's what's happening is this there's a there's a literally i call it a civil war inside warner media uh snyderverse versus hamadaverse so it, again it is slightly it is slightly simplistic to say this because ultimately um i don't think jason keelar will want to put his job on the line in order to get the snyderverse greenlit um i think he wants to he wants it on there he sees the benefit of having it on on HBO Max, there would be a massive benefit. It would bring in so many subscribers. It would bring in so many hits. But ultimately, uh, is this is this something that he's that he's really willing to kind of put his job on the line? He is the the Warner Media CEO. I'm not so sure, I, I, and it might actually come to that if if this is something that he feels so strongly about, and that he thinks yes, this is this is something that we've got to do. Then he'll go ahead and greenlight it. And then that they'll they'll that rift will just expand and just get wider, and it'll just be even more of a mess inside Warner Media. So, all this to say that this whole article basically is that um, <laughs> it's to say that we're in the midst of a battle at Warner Media, 
And uh, I was just trying to clear up the the number of people that are involved in this, the people that you need to remember, the names that you need to remember, and what's going on between these people and why we're not hearing uh, any any good news really come out for Zack Snyder's Justice League, especially not from the big trades, the like which is the Hollywood Reporter, Deadline, Variety, the Rap a bit. Um, yeah, th those outlets they're not they're not publishing anything. <laughs> really anything positive about the film. And even Samba TV came out and said that that deadline article, they told this to Sill, that that, that deadline article misre misrepresented our numbers. So, <clears throat> ah, that's another thing, Corey. The Zack Snyder's Justice League is not canon. The The canon version is, is Justice League. As far as Warner Media is concerned, that's the canon version, not this one. Which is another reason why, and and in that uh, in that article that Ansanoff did, she she talks about multiverses. She talks about this is something that we really want to do. We really want to explore the multiverse. But ultimately, what the likes of Toby Emmerich, Ansanoff, and Walter Hamada want, they want an MCU. They want their no. So what they're doing, yeah. So what they're doing is they're ignoring the whole fan base. <laughs> they're ignoring this massive fan base, and um, and literally that article in that article, they, I, I mean, I, I apologize for the language. They, they shit all over the fan base. She talks about toxic fandom in that article, and again, I've said this on multiple occasions. There is a part of the DCEU and the Snyderverse fandom that is toxic. But then again, what? What fandom doesn't have a, a toxic side to it? The Star Wars one does, the MCU, the Marvel one does. Uh, even I was saying on Sil's show, the Harry Potter fandom has a toxic side to it. The thing that the the, the the fact of the matter is though that this this is a very small minority of people. The vast majority of you, and and I can I can say I can you, you can clearly see that on social media. You are just very passionate people that want that want to see this because you like it so much and then yeah th th there's literally nothing wrong with that but what ansanoff did in the article and this is literally the company line at the moment is saying we don't like that fandom plain and simple they're like we don't we don't accept you know th there was a lot of stuff saying that we don't tolerate any of that yeah fine don't tolerate that <laughs> but don't rope the whole fandom in with it, which is what she did in that article. And the other thing she did in that article was say that the air cut's not happening, uh, and that's something that actually she doesn't really that have have that much control over. That's really down to Jason Keeler. And I've been hearing that one of the reasons they haven't announced the uh, David air cut is because they want to wait until the the Zach's I'm um, sorry that uh, James Gunn's uh, the Suicide Squad comes out because they. Yeah, wow. They don't want to take attention away from that movie, which makes sense. That does make sense. But again, people are working on the A cut, and I know I, I know that for a fact. People have been working on it. And that film, releasing that film would make would make perfect sense, especially on HBO Max, because they wouldn't have to re they wouldn't have to, <clears throat> to do reshoots for it. What what do you have to say, James? They're work how long have they been working on the air cut for? They've been working on it for a while. Like David Ayer himself has been working on it for quite some time, and then they've been doing v uh, VFX shots on it and things like that. So they've been working on it for quite some time. Do you know how close they are to finishing it in like a rough state? Well, I'm pretty sure it's like literally. Well, I mean, I can't. I, I'm I'm going to give you a very rough number here because I don't I don't know specifically, but I was being told April, which is literally next month. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So. But the issue, the issue here is that the, the likes of Anne Sarnoff will not want this that film to see the light of day. They won't that she doesn't want, and her and people like Walter Hamada and uh, Toby Emmerich don't want to see Zack Snyder's Justice League Two. They don't want. They don't really want to see Ben Affleck come back as Batman. They're doing that in the flash. Hold up! Wait a minute! Something ain't right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not right. They ultimately, though, that is also Ben Affleck's uh, decision. I think I'm pretty sure he's done with the role now. But he want he they, they, they'll do it one more time in the Flash. And actually, at the moment, the Flash is looking like it's in a bit of a state because it seems as though Michael Keaton is thinking of not doing it because of coronavirus. So that would be terrible if that if that happens because I've I've heard that he was one of the main uh, the main uh, characters in that movie. So, all this to say is that 
that there's there is something kind of um i've heard a lot of people call it a toxic work environment uh that is something that i have heard from <laughs> directly actually from a source but I don't, again i don't want to go into that but um it's not it's not a good place to be at the moment because there's a lot of red tape there's a lot of bureaucracy and there is a rift um especially as as far as dc content is concerned there is a huge rift within the hierarchy at warner brothers knock knock so and again i've got we've got tim tap in the in the comments hello to tim he was uh, on sil show earlier warner brothers just doesn't uh, just doesn't like money <laughs> which is another thing that i've heard a lot and there is an element of that there, there is an element of you're leaving money on the table by not <laughs> yeah by not releasing this and yeah um Salmaki, you're right warner brothers only wants money their way and again th th this goes this goes into uh, you can see this. This is a pattern that's been going on with Warner Brothers for years now, uh, and Warner Media uh, for years. Uh, literally, when uh, this is specifically with Warner Brothers, when um, Todd Phillips went to Warner Brothers with his pitch for Joker, they deliberately gave him what they thought was a really low budget. I think it was seventy million they gave him, thinking he'd never be able to make the movie for that much. They obviously didn't listen to the the pitch because that film didn't need to be made for 70 million and todd phillips turned around and said yeah i can make this for that much and that <laughs> shot <laughs> yeah that that genuinely shocked them because they they thought well we'll get we'll lowball him and he'll say i can't possibly do that do this film for that much and he, he ended up doing it and he ended up getting, getting an oscar and literally warner brothers ended up with an oscar by mistake <laughs> it was a, it was an accidental oscar uh, for for Joaquin Phoenix, I mean, as far as Warner Brothers is concerned, because that's uh, in uh, nominations as well, accidental nominations. So, I suppose the bottom line is that it's a a, a divide. <laughs> Talk about us united. Um, Warner Brothers or Warner Media is a divided company at the moment. It's divided in the number of com of, uh, of of companies, kind of of entities, subsidiaries it has within itself. But it's also divided at an executive level. The executives are, are there's a, as, as I said in the article, there's a civil war going on, and it's what's what's going to happen. Oh, sorry, um, Ed, I've got uh, Dan here. Uh, here says, um, Ed, what happens if the air cut gets the same reaction to the Snyder cut? Somebody about to lose their job. Yeah, <laughs> literally, um, the 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 smartest. You're fired. <laughs> yeah, the smartest thing to do would be to release the air cut. That would be the smartest thing to do because you're not it's not like you're getting it's not like you're getting David Ayer to do a suicide squad too. You're literally just releasing the film that he intended to release before they went nuts and thought people love this trailer. Let's get the trailer guys to re-edit the movie. Let's let's do that. That was again I don't want to swear, but that was incredibly stupid. Like that that decision, and it turned out that it it turned out the worst DC EU film of all time, probably the one of the worst comic book films of all time. Really, honestly, I I think that I really do think that with Suicide Squad. You you want to scroll up in that article so we can see the small screen logo, get some <laughs> brand recognition. <laughs> you have small screen all over the place. There you go. Let's get let, let's not give Streamyard brand recognition. No, <laughs> they have enough of that. But uh, yeah, so. <laughs> it's, yeah, C Corey, the trailer guys—they literally got the people that that uh, that, that did the trailer to re-edit the film, and that's why it was edited so poorly. It was edited like a almost to me, it felt like a bunch of um, of music videos all put together. Like that film started about four times or five times, so it's absolutely nuts. And and the the level of incompetence, yeah, you're right. It just doubles down. The level of incompetence incompetence at Warner Media is crazy. Now I have had people ask me, well why doesn't ATT just come in and, and sort this out? <sighs> yeah they and, could. And I do think that <laughs> look at him in his little red room. <laughs> um it's that, that they could do that. They could come in and say, okay, we're going to sort this stuff out. But ultimately, they don't want to do that. That's not what they want to do. They bought Time Warner, changed it to Warner Media. That was a rebranding thing. And that's actually, there's a lot of that in the article. Uh, they changed it. Uh, they did that so that they didn't have to do anything else with it. They could just reap the rewards, get the money. That's what they want. They don't want to get involved. They, they, they want to just stay out of it. Come I mean, on. don't bullshit me. Also, to be honest, do you want AT&T coming in and trying to steady the ship? Because honestly, they're not the best run company in the world either. So there's a lot going on here. There are a lot of issues. 
and I said this in Still Show, and I, I don't think I actually said this in the article. I probably should, I probably said it in the second one that I did as well, which is about uh, um, <laughs> Warner, Warner Brothers trying to kill the Snyder Cut. And th these articles are kind of meshed together. There's a lot of stuff that kind of Can you uh, watch your ears for a minute? Watch my ears? Yeah. Your headphones off for a minute? Yeah. And they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! Thank you. Thank, thank you for doing that, James. <laughs> so, yeah, well, I mean, I've completely lost my train of thought now. Uh, one, one of the thing, one of the things they could do is is just go ahead and greenlight it, and AT and T come in and say, "Look, we need, we, we want this." Is literally what they did with the Snyder Cut. That's what that's 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 the they kind of they kind of <laughs> put that through. That was AT and T, uh, even though they were there in the in the interview that Ansanoff did. She said that they sat around a table. With Zack Snyder, it was her, um, Toby Emmerich, Walter Hamada, Zack Snyder. There was a, I think there was another person that said, I can't remember off the top of my head. And they all greenlit the project. But then Zack Snyder actually said, Toby Emmerich called him and said, oh, Would you be interested in doing this? So it's like that, that, there's, a, there's a kind of disconnect there as far as the story goes. So <laughs> it's, I suppose all of this is to say that it's really disappointing the way Warner Media's run. Um, it's really disappointing that Warner Media is to completely tone deaf as far as their fans are concerned. Um, that it really came out in that interview. It's disappointing that we're getting all we're getting are basically hit pieces from you know that's pushed through, probably by the PR people over at Warner Media to the uh, big trades, uh, which happens all the time. But this is happening quite a lot now. The fact that the film also I talk about it in the article the fact that the film was literally leaked on HBO Max days before it was supposed to be released. If you went to watch Tom and Jerry, you actually ended up, <laughs> you were watching the, the Snyderverse, the Snyder Cut instead, and they didn't take it down for two hours. Apparently, that was because it took them that long to get confirmation that they could take it down. That's literally what I was told. It took them two hours to to get the, the go-ahead uh, from whoever the, the hell they had to, to talk to from the higher-ups uh, to say yes, we can take this down. We could, we have to sort this out, and that that's one of the big problems at Warner Brothers is that it's kind of at uh, Warner Media. Sorry, it's kind of uh, buried under red tape, uh, and it's really difficult to get anything off the ground. But also, on the other hand, Warner Warner Media and Warner Brothers in particular is the most reactionary studio in Hollywood. Like literally, they'll they'll change their minds within a second, like a couple of hours, and that's why we ended up getting the Snyder the the, the Snyder cut because, like, but it's May twentieth was when it was announced. Before that, they were adamantly saying that a Snyder cut doesn't exist, that a, a Snyder's cut of the Justice League isn't a thing, and it won't be a thing. And then all of a sudden, they're greenlighting it. And one of the one of the main reasons why that happened so quickly, is because it was pushed through by AT and T. So so as far as the Snyderverse is concerned, I don't want to tell you that there's no hope. I don't want to tell you that, that this won't happen. As far as I'm concerned, I don't think it's going to continue. But that's my personal opinion. I know that Mikey, for instance, who's in the comments, has said that it will that it will live on on HBO Max. And, and part of the reason why I think he's saying this is because there's this rift, because the people like Keela and, and Blois are still actively pursuing the Snyderverse um, for HBO Max. There is, in that sense, there is still hope. Uh, so what I, I suppose what I'm saying is don't try not to lose all hope, <laughs> but I, I just I just seeing it as uh, I'm a bit I'm a bit worried. Let's say that's that's the thing that I'm really worried about. What I what I will say I've heard a lot of people uh, online say, oh, I'm going to cancel HBO Max now. That's the last thing you should do. You should that is literally the last thing you should do. You should not go ahead and cancel your HBO Max subscription because HBO Max is literally the one thing that will keep this thing alive. They know it's a streaming service, a uh, streaming flat platform, and they know that uh, this uh, this movie, well, this the, the the potential next movies that that Zack Snyder will make. They know that they'll bring them a heck of a lot of subscribers. They know it will bring them in a lot of goodwill. One of the other things is that it would it would actually be quite expensive. So I have heard people say, well, they wouldn't greenlight a a, a blockbuster movie, uh, you know, level budget for this. I'm talking about the extraordinary consequences. <laughs> well, 
Yeah, that's kind of a difficult question to answer because it's kind of a yes and a no. Uh, if HBO Max really wants to get to the levels that Netflix and Amazon Prime and Disney Plus are currently at, then um, they would have to spend the money. You have to spend money to make money. That's how it goes. Uh, we know that HBO, the the channel, is the, they, they spend money left, right, and center on things. They, they spent the most money for any series of all time until like, I think that's relatively recently on Game of Thrones. So they're not averse to spending to to to, to, to sh shelling the you know a few bucks on on something like this. The thing is, the more the money, um, the more money they'd need. The more people that would need to be involved, the more green lighting they'd need. So they would end up just drowning in red tape again. So, yeah, there, <laughs> there are so many things to consider. There are so many things to consider. Ultimately, Anne Sarnoff made her, her stance on it and in, in turn Warner Media Studios' stance on it pretty darn clear. They don't want this to happen. That that's very very clear, and it's you can read that in her article, in her interview. It's very clear that she doesn't want this to happen. The thing is, I mean, she is the, the she is the CEO of Warner of Warner Media Studios. Keela is the CEO of Warner Media, and then you have uh, Stanky above him, that's uh, the chairman of uh, AT and T. But again, he doesn't do much, so that's why I didn't include him in the um, <laughs> in the article because he's kind of irrelevant. Uh, but again, there's the other thing, the kind of elephant in the room really is, is Walter Hamada. What does Hamada want? Well, Hamada wants his Hamadaverse, which is kind of, he wants the... Uh, he and, wants and I do think that moving forward, there's more opportunities for us to do things like this. And really, it, it, at the end of the day, it's about the fans. And I think the fans want to see it. And it gives us a way to sort of explore maybe some different stories and different ideas and, and use the medium in a different way than it's been used thus far. Yeah, very interesting. Very interesting, Walter. <laughs> but this is <laughs> this is something that the more I think about it, the kind of crazier Warner Media becomes. And um, the more I talk to, to us about people, the more it seems like a place that I don't think anyone would really want to work at because you'll be banging your head against a brick wall all the time trying to get anything done there. Uh, and I'm looking at I'm looking at the comments. So Gunnar has quite a lot to say. Um, AT and T wants money. It will be in theaters. So that's one thing that could happen. Yeah, if if AT and T really gets behind this, which is again some you have some hope there, then they will want it in theaters. But then again, AT and T sees HBO Max as the future. They are looking at streaming as the future. They don't care. Honestly, I know this is probably hard for you to hear. They do not care about releasing movies in theaters. Because they know ultimately all the money, especially after this pandemic, is going to be coming from streaming. I think I think there will be an uprise, an uptick in the amount of people that go to the cinema after this because we haven't been there for so long. I think more people will be going out. Uh, weirdly enough, if you look at like history, uh, the 1920s after the I think it, uh, after the First World War, people were going out more than ever, and that was you know it's why it was called the Roaring Twenties. So maybe something like that might happen here. But streaming is, for as far as AT and T is concerned, uh, streaming is the the future because they are very much in the same mind frame as Disney, thinking that it's very much about direct to consumer, direct to consumer streaming. So th that's that's what they see this, and this is actually why I think one of the reasons why Jason Keeler, in particular, is so so hell bent on the Snyderverse. Like he sees that as something that will bring in people. Again, Anne Sarnoff comes from another standpoint where it's like they just don't want to be dealing with Zack Snyder anymore. They seem to don't want to be dealing with the fans anymore. And they want to do something new. And actually, what I was saying, <laughs> what I was saying on Silstream is they want the MCU. And she made that very clear in her interview. They want to be like the MCU. They want everything to be connected. They want everything to be cohesive. They want movies and TV shows to be connected, all coming out in cinemas, streaming services, and it all be interconnected, like what's happening with the MCU. So it's just, <laughs> thank you very much, by the way, for coming to, over from Sil Abdul's channel. Welcome. <laughs> so I this is kind of a bit, a bit like a sermon, a bit like a lecture. <laughs> I, <don't, laughs> I didn't want it to be that way. But um, so she, the, her... Toby Emmerich, Walter Hamada want their movies and their TV shows to replicate the strategy that they've done over at Disney and Marvel. Uh, 
because as far as they're concerned, that's the strategy that works. That's the, that's the proven strategy that will get them as much money, as much interest, as many fans as possible. They want films that cater to the widest audience possible. And for I know you love these interruptions, but we have, we have a fan video here. Yeah, so go ahead, go last, ahead. The last one we'll play for today, but uh, really flattered from Reese. Superman, can we ask you some questions? Well, in that case. How many people that you saved have you saved? That's all we'll play because we don't want to get uh, copyright strike. So <laughs> It's my face, though. It's not Henry's. That's... It's the audio we got to worry about. <laughs> Well, thank you very, thank you very much for that. That was very funny. Uh, if you can, well, nah, who knows? Who knows if I'll ever get to play Captain Britain? Uh, Kevin doesn't doesn't take my calls anymore. So, um, <laughs> yeah, there we go. So basically, yeah, they what they want they want to replicate the MCU. They want that. They they see that as the the biggest money maker. The only way they can really keep this going. And what and one of the things one of the other things that is not that they did not like about the Snyderverse was the fact that it was more catered towards adults. You know, ultimately, most of the people that would go and see these films were men in their 20s and 30s. That, and that, that's, that's a metric that they know about, and that's what they're seeing. Now, I'm not saying it's all people. Uh, the, um, oh, he, liked, he liked my article, did he? Well, that's, that's, that's really good. <laughs> did we just become best friends? Yep! <laughs> wow. Wow! Wow! Okay, I, kn I knew he liked Mikey's article, but I didn't know he liked mine. That's 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 some good news. Thank you very much. Uh, and that the, and that is where they're wrong. This is what uh, this is what Gunnar's saying in the comments. But they are wrong because ultimately they can have it all. And this is the really stupid thing about about Warner Media. They can have the Snyderverse, and they can they can literally put that out on HBO Max, and and just and let Zach do his thing, and that'll be fine. People will go and watch that. People will love it. But that's then, that's really sorry, but that's really telling that uh, Zack Snyder is liked Mikey's article from the other day about H live on HBO Max, and then now he's like in yours, you know, like well, he's, it, he's it, actively it, speaking. I mean, yeah, the directors will like <laughs> articles, but this is not just about like an article about their film. It's like liking articles about the the civil war between Warner Media and HBO Max. Yeah, and that's if anyone, really telling. And if anyone knows anything about that, is Zack Snyder. Because exactly. he's, he's had to deal with this more than anyone else. Yeah, <laughs> so, so it's really, really telling. So one, one of one of the, this, and and this is very. I'm pretty sure this was told to to Zach as well. Is that 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 is their future for for them for people like Ansana, for people like Toby Emmerich, for people like Walter Hamada. That is what they want. They want these. I'm pretty sure the Flash movie is going to be the beginning of this. Is a more family friendly a more jokey a lighter tone movie pew, and... pew, 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 pew. the ultimate battle between Zack Snyder and Warner Media is being decided right now by you the fans <laughs> it is being decided by you the fans uh, get to get that hashtag 1 million and that, that then you might be seeing something and if Zack wants to come on the show uh, he's very welcome to he's very very welcome to I'm pretty sure he'll have a lot of things to say about his film which again oh, it is so good and this is coming from me yeah just reach out to 42cut.com on twitter uh, <laughs> send me a message or follow me or reach out on Vero and uh, to Tim Tap or anyone else, Steve Kassan, yeah. and we'll get in touch. Definitely. You can come on right now if you want, Zach. <laughs> you can come right now and talk about this civil war inside Warner Media. Bat first. Yeah, so it's just that that's what yeah, as I was saying, that's what they want. They want they want the MCU model. They they want to be able to make movies that cater to a wider audience. And uh it was the Warner Brothers Civil article today that Zach liked. Brilliant. <laughs> that's wonderful uh so it's just um uh, let, let's get let's go into the into the chat because this is just me ranting now but let, let's have a look at what people are saying uh steve kazan is in the chat says that edward you're my pick to play captain scarlet in the reboot oh my god oh i actually i think i have that yeah i do i have the video i have the videos back here captain scarlet is brilliant <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I would love to. I would love to play Captain Scarlet. Steve Kassan for Big Wheel. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. That is that's a good one. Thank you very much. 
Private Rampart says Zack's story has a finale for big characters like Batman, etc. They want MCU style story that keeps on going for 10 years. Exactly. That's what they want. And that's what they see the future as. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, Dan says, congrats, uh, congrats, Ed. <laughs> that's very kind of you. Um, Warner Brothers needs to run its own race. Uh, stop trying to be a pale copy. That's from Tim Tapp. Uh, completely agree with you, Tim. That That is really what they need to do. That That's what... It's what sets the DCU apart from the rest from the rest of the comic book movies. Um, they're they're very knock knock to you, Dan, as well. Uh, they're very knock knock. <laughs> I knew that would come. Uh, they're they're at the moment they're being uh, reactive. I think again they're they're thinking that they're coming up with a big plan with a big strategic move for the future, aligning themselves with J.J. Abrams and Bad Robot. You know what? Do that. Do that. Go on. Let let let's let let's see what they do. Like I would hope that it's good, but honestly, <laughs> but honestly, Bad Robot doesn't have the best track record. Like literally, I mean, they've made some good films, and Lost was a bit of a mess near the end. Um, and then there's well, there's the Star Wars films that J.J. Abrams did. <sighs> I mean, yeah, it, it, obviously Walter Hamada sees them as the future. And it's going to be full of mystery boxes <laughs> with no good answers. Oh, God. Um, what do we have? We have uh, one, two, three, Rock Boy X again. Uh, so, Edward, given the information your sources have given you, you aren't confident this will continue on HBO Max. Uh, I'm going to have to... I don't, I don't want you to lose hope. That's the thing. I don't, I don't want to be a, a downer. But I, I think I think Snyderverse's days are numbered. Um, I think if this keeps on going, I'm pretty sure it will come to some sort of end. And actually, I do wonder whether Zack Snyder, for his own mental health, will just be like, you know what? I don't want to deal with this anymore. I'm talking about the extraordinary consequences. Yeah, I want to go off and do different things. He's talking to Netflix about doing a, um, an Army of the Dead 2. That, we were told, has already been greenlit by Netflix. So there are other things that he wants to do. And Stone Quarry wants to do other things. You know, Deborah wants to do other things. Um, the, the idea was always to do, I mean, they said that his, the, the thing about that Sarnoff interview, she said that his trilogy was done. He was, he, he had like a bunch of movies planned after this. It's, it's, it wasn't a trilogy. I don't know what she's talking about there. But then it, it, it goes to show that her knowledge is actually pretty limited. And again, another thing from the article that stood out to me was the fact that there's no, there's no one person that's really involved and overseeing all of this. Um, that that just isn't. It's just a bunch of people, and a lot of these people we mentioned this on Sil's show are not comic book fans, and I actually do think that's important. And I think that's hold up, wait a minute, something ain't right. Exactly. Something ain't right here. These, uh, if you look at all their backgrounds, so Jason Keeler comes from, he comes from, H, um, from Hulu, but then again, he's the person that seemingly is the one that sees the potential in the Snyderverse continuing. But then you have Anne Sarnoff that comes from the BBC. She literally, what, did BBC Earth and um, the, the Killing Eve and a bunch of series, uh, Doctor Who, stuff like that. A bit geeky, but, but not comic booky. Uh, and then Walter Hamada comes from a horror background. Uh, which is insane to think that he wants to make more family-friendly movies. And and I do. So, but they are bringing. They, I will. I will give them one thing. They are bringing in interesting directors. They always have done. They, you know, they brought in James Gunn uh, when he was ditched by Disney. That was a really good move on their part. They brought him in to do the Suicide Squad. But again, the Suicide Squad, his film apparently is ultra-violent. It's not apparently. It is. So that's not a particularly family-friendly movie. But I do wonder whether that will be actually the end of those sorts of DC Comics films. Uh, then they brought in Matt Reeves. Uh, so I think that one, the Batman film will be PG-13, I think. So that will be as wide an audience as they possibly can get it to. Uh, but he is an interesting creator. So that they do make good decisions. They, they, they hired Zack Snyder in the first place. So, you know, they, they do make these good decisions. But at the moment, the issue is, is that they are blinkered. They are completely and utterly blinkered. Specific people in this, in this, uh, <laughs> in this kind of round table group, are completely blinkered by how well Mark. What, bro? What are you talking about, man? Blinkered. Yeah, blinkered. It's a, it's a word. <laughs> they, they. Uh, so I suppose I got to. If you don't understand it, they are, they are uh, very much like. 
seeing through a tunnel. They've got narrow vision. I mean, that's 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 what it means. So yeah, I'm seeing a lot of a lot of hate against Ansanov, and I will say that her her interview really did kind of bring that to the fore. Like that was always going to happen. And uh, and Gunnar here says that is why it will fail. DC is dark. It's not a rain. It's not rainbow and sunshine like the MCU. Yeah, you are right. The MCU is 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 set up. It's, it's set itself up in a way that now they're struggling because they're thinking, oh, how do we do Deadpool three as an R-rated movie inside the MCU? And then they've got Blade coming. So, you know, they've they've dug themselves into a specific hole as well. Like one of the that is one of the reasons why people. Um, gravitate towards the DC Comics movies because they show something else. They're about something else. They, they are something different in the comic book, comic book movie genre. And now it looks like they're just going to become the same as Marvel, which is what they want. Um, one of, I mean, one of my favorite comic book movies of all time is Logan. And Logan is an R-rated film and it did very well at the box office. It did, it, you know, it should have got nominated for, for more things at, at the awards season. It was a brilliant film. And that was that was greenlit by uh, 20th Century Fox at the very end of their day. So they were literally greenlighting. They greenlit Deadpool towards the end of their time before they got uh, acquired by Disney. So they were literally just going, yeah, whatever, we'll make those. Um, but uh, Warner, Warner Media is different. Warner Media is looking at this as a, as a, as a change. They, they're trying to alter course. Um, they, they have people now in these positions of power. There are too many people. I'm going to be honest, too many cooks in the kitchen. They need one person, literally one person to oversee all things DC related and be able to green light. They, what they need is, is some sort of Kevin Feige. You do. Need, yeah. You, you, if you want something to succeed in the long run, you need someone at the helm that knows what's going on. That's into the subject matter that, you know, that, that is passionate uh, but also has <laughs> has a lot of knowledge on how to knows how to produce a movie is a producer or involved in the movie industry. Don't bring on someone like a Jim Lee that you can't do that. She talks about Jim Lee in the article and it's like that. I, I like Jim Lee a lot, but he is a comic book guy. You know, <laughs> that's literally what he is. That's what he does. So bringing in someone like that, it hasn't worked in the past and it won't work. We've seen it with Jeff Johns. It won't work. So what they need is to to really they need to be really careful about who they get, and I really don't at the moment. It doesn't look like they're looking for someone. The Ansanov didn't. It, she literally said, "No, it's not what we're doing," in her in her interview, and that is so. It's just mind boggling to me that they're not putting one person like literally having this being overseen by somebody. Uh, instead, they're getting it everything greenlit by committee. Which is just—it's not the right way to do things. We literally saw some of the worst Marvel films were the ones that are written by committee. Uh, it doesn't work. It, it really just doesn't work. Uh, right? Do you think if the tweets get over a million, uh, the tune of your sources may change on hopes for the future? <coughs> uh, no, I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't think so. Again, I don't want you to lose hope. Uh, this is this is just my personal opinion based on what I've heard. Is they're very much looking to get away from it. Now, the only, the only thing that can change this to me is if Keelar puts his neck on the line and says we got to do this because we're seeing these numbers over on HBO Max. So a lot depends on him. A lot also depends on whether AT and T come in and say we just just greenlight it, get it done. We want this. It's doing well. It's good publicity for us. We don't want the hate. We don't want the heat that's coming to us right now. We don't want these people to unsubscribe from HBO Max, which is another worry for them. How many people will unsubscribe from HBO Max? Again, if you really want this to happen, if you really want the Snyderverse to continue, you have to stay on HBO Max. Again, I can't because I'm I'm in the UK. Well, I'm actually in France, but in the UK and Europe, we don't have HBO Max here. It is coming, I think, at some point. In the UK, it's, it looks like it's never going to come. So <clears throat> it's just it's a difficult it's it's a difficult question to answer because. I do tend to be a relatively pessimistic person, but I am trying to say, no, try, you know, don't lose hope. Because honestly, I never thought that the Snyder Cut would have been greenlit in the in the first place because the, they were really thinking about, um, <laughs> they are really thinking about how, how they can maximize their profits. And they're seeing that their strategy at the moment is by replicating the MCU and moving away from what they were doing before. Because for them, 
ultimately for them, BVS was a failure because it didn't make $2 billion. They, they wanted that to make $2 billion. They wanted that movie to be the highest grossing film of all time. And that's, that is really, that is the moment where it really broke down between Zack and, and Warner Brothers because it didn't do what they predicted it to do. It did well. I think it all, I think it, it did it cross a billion? I can't, I can't remember, but I think it almost did. <clears throat> um, but it didn't do as well as they wanted to. And that was the moment where it really broke down. And actually that film suffered from a lot of studio interference as well. So, <laughs> Welcome to Super Team Megaforce. I am not Edward Lauder. You're late. Traffic. My complaints for it are mostly minor. I mean, like, um, I have one question. I just have one quick question. I, this ain't your show, Edward. Go back to sleep. Um, <laughs> this is still Abdul Yeah. Call it, Sanchez, or you'll get a knuckle supper. Really, really irritating to know. And, like, okay, where's the new order song? Like, why is there not hip hop when they're breakdancing? I mean, exactly. it seems like a, Yeah, that was so weird in that. They yeah, were yeah. deaf breakdancers. They didn't need music. They were, they were so, so deaf. They were <laughs> so, so deaf. So that was if, the beginning of the label. Was... It's his kingdom, and they show yeah. Aquaman in slow motion in the water, and God, God damn. Figured you needed a drink of water. Yeah, I did. I did. That was a good call. Uh, I'm just looking. I'm looking at the, you guys in the comments, and you're bringing up some really good points. So I want. I wanted to get into some of them. So um, Mikey Sutton thinks Kathleen Kennedy should take over. <laughs> wow, that's that. That's a hot take, Mikey. <laughs> and then he did say, "I'm joking," <laughs> but you know, funnily enough, I'm not saying that Kathleen Kennedy should take over DC. Don't do it. Don't do it, man. Don't. No. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that someone like Kathleen Kennedy should. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy had a brilliant background before she took over uh, Lucasfilm. Uh, you know, she she made all of like she she literally was the producer behind the Indiana Jones movies and ET. Uh, so someone in that same vein would be interesting. But why? This is my dilemma, though, is because you already have Zack Snyder. Give them the money for HBO Max and let them continue yeah. that universe, and then they can go do their own stuff. Warner Media, screw the Civil War stuff, and just let him do what. He wants to do on HBO Max. It's yeah, proven like, with can, the four-hour cut that just came out. Yeah, I completely don't really agree. need to look for anyone and let those idiots fail on their own over at Warner Media. I know? completely, I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you. But the the, the issue is the issue, and I, I state that this in the article is that we got egos that are, are butting heads. Mm. They're, like literally, the egos on these people is massive. It's like it's unbelievable. It's that's, so, that's dangerous, especially when you're in positions of power of like multinational exactly. corporations. And I think Anne Sarnoff, she she showed that in that interview that she's got an e a bit of an ego problem. And I think, um, well, I got a promotion three months ago. I got a promotion <laughs> yeah. three months ago. How many times and are you going to tell us in the one interview? Yeah, and then we, we talked about this on Sil's show. Is they're talking about diversity and how they really want to uh, to to bring that forward and how they're doing that with the Black Superman movie. And that's great. That's fun. I'm sorry, but look, did you even watch the Snyder Cut? Did you, watch, you know, that that film? Actually, the main character of that film is Cyborg. You know, um, so again, that, that I I don't even know if she watched the movie. Probably not. Probably I'm going to be honest. I don't. I don't think she did. So this again is is another is another problem. And yes, of course, in the comments, James is right. Yes, you are right. And well, that's, that's why EJ you Bass. He's 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 biased. Yeah. Yeah. He's my friend. But maybe I am right. Hey, no, look, you, uh, you are yeah. right. That <laughs> James guy shows up. There, there's <laughs> Tivo with a sexual joke. How <laughs> how out of character for him? See, I just want, I just have one quick question. <laughs> so I suppose but if you guys all can like and subscribe, that'd be amazing. We got uh, uh, 38 likes, and we got what 60 something viewers. So hit smash that like button, and I'll leave you dead. <laughs> Uh, that's my producer there. You know, think of him as uh, Jamie. I think on on uh, on the Seth Rogen show, uh, the podcast. He does he does help me out a lot. I'm going to be honest. Uh, you but... and he were buddies, weren't you? Once. Listen, when I first joined this hospital, I was strictly solo. <laughs> it's true. When I joined this hospital, I was strictly solo. <laughs> oh, I love him so much, Matt Berry. Matt Berry should join the DC, the DC Comics movies. He should, he should get a role. Uh, but it's just, 
uh, he uh, James is right. James is right. They should they should they they should never look at Marvel as a roadmap. Uh, she probably didn't watch it, lol. You're right, Corey. I don't think Anson watched the movie. Um, I'm pretty sure the only I I would say out of the executives, I don't. I mean, Walter Hamada should have watched it. I'm pretty sure he should. I mean, at least if he's the head of DC Films, he should watch the movie. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure that um, Casey and uh, and uh, Jason watched <laughs> Jason Keel. I say I say their names as if I know them personally. Uh, that boy Steve is in the comments. Is he too late to add even more chaos to this stream? No, you're never too late. Cocainum. That's for that boy Steve channeling some Kazakhs. <laughs> yes, I can hear you, Clem Fandango. <laughs> so that's for Dan. It's some Matt, some Matt Berry love. Uh, so yeah, ult ultimately. <laughs> Call it Sanchez or you'll get a knuckle supper. Ultimately, the higher ups at Warner Media, there's a, there's a rift there, and a, they're being very stupid. <laughs> that, that, I suppose that that's the whole thing in a nutshell. And it's uh, it's just one, it's one of those things that's really it's really upsetting because. There, there is so much potential. There is so much potential with the Snyderverse, and it's such an easy, easy decision to make. It's like let's just make more of this, and it will do well. It will do well. We know that already. Uh, <laughs> whiskey. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> I hope you like that, guy. If you're listening to this as a podcast, it must be completely bonkers. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. The ultimate battle. Between Zack Snyder and Warner Media is being decided right now by you, the fans. Join Super Team Megaforce on Friday, March 19th, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, as we discuss Zack Snyder's Justice League. Dark Side, Batfleck, Batthirst. A Steppenwolf, not from a PS2 cutscene, for hours. Of epic Zack Snyder epicness. Or was it? Tune in to Super Team Megaforce to hear our thoughts as we review Zack Snyder's Justice League. That's uh, that's all Edward's voice. <laughs> yeah, that, there was a weird echo to that. <laughs> oh, you're seeing my you're seeing my uh, my emails now. That's not good. Uh, but <laughs> it's um, yeah. I, I I would like to get I would like to get your your guys' uh, thoughts on this. What you think of all of this? I'm pretty sure it's all negative. Uh, but do let me know. Do let me know what you think about what's going on over at Warner Media. If you, I mean, are you, I hope you are, but are you staying subscribed to HBO Max? Um, if, <laughs> if you were, what's the thing you're most excited for? If you are excited for anything that's coming in the DCEU, I'm still going to call it that because it's too difficult. Uh, that boy, Steve, besides the uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, what movie will Zack Snyder make next? Well, the one I've been told about is Army of the Dead 2, but it's very possible that he could do something before that. Uh, he's proven that he's, uh, you know, he he's been doing these DC Comics movies pretty solidly now for a load of, a number of years. You know what? He might like a break. He might like some time away from this. It's, you know, is it could very it could be very very possible. So, what the cook it down? <laughs> there is there is that point. There is that bit of it as well. So we've got so the next things we've got is that we've got Green Lantern Corps and Justice League Dark. So that's coming out, and they're they're uh, so Justice League Dark is the Bad Robot series, and Green Lantern Corps is the is it Greg Berlanti that's doing that? Uh, I think. Uh, yeah. So we've got. Um, yes. <clears throat> yes, he is good. And uh, <laughs> Mikey Sutton's he's excited for that DC Hamada burger. <laughs> but yeah, it's gonna. I mean, we had you look at it. You look at what was going on, and one one of the big problems we've had with DC over the years is that they. They go, yeah, the whole metaverse. They go, we got all these movies planned. These are all the films that are planned, and literally, what one third of them end up coming out. So we had uh, jo the Joker movie that with um, uh, with uh, Jared Leto that was going to come out. I mean, we've been told that there is an idea to do another one, but that might be an HBO Max thing. 
Um, we've got uh, then then there was the uh, Joker and Harley Quinn film that they were saying is going to happen. Then there was the Cyborg film that they said was going to happen and never did. That's never ever going to happen now. <laughs> I don't think Ray Fisher will ever do that. And um, I think a lot of people are, yeah, Corey says he's staying and hoping. So I, I hope you do. I hope you do. Uh, Dat Boy Steve says he'll never put the cookie down. That's for, <laughs> yeah, never put the cookie down, man. Never, ever put the cookie down. And you know what? I've been talking now about this for over an hour and uh, my voice is getting very, very hoarse. And you can go, if you could go and read uh, the article, um, that would be brilliant. And you could share it. If you don't like anything that's in it, don't let me know. <laughs> no, no, seriously. Uh, you can let me know. Uh, you can uh, contact me directly on Twitter. You can DM me. I'm at EJ Lauder. Uh, if you could follow Small Screen everywhere at Small Screen Co., that would be wonderful as well. Uh, thank you so much, guys, uh, for watching. Uh, I am going to be calling it a night because I am knackered. Sub like and subscribe if you could do that as well. And you can also go and follow that uh, that James producer guy. If you can come in, if you're if you're listening, that is, uh, let people know where they can find you. 42cut.com, small-screen.co.uk, geekocitymag.com. And, uh, yeah, you catch me on uh, most of the socials on all those too. And cool. uh Yep, Gigosity, or Gigosity on Vero is Gigosity. So, God, and no, not Bear with No Name has subscribed. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Bear with No Name. Everyone, everyone knows now I've got a Mac. <laughs> this, is, this, is, uh, this is for you. Did we just become best friends? Yep. All right. I think Great I became best friends with everyone in the comments. Thank you so much for commenting, guys. I am knackered, as they say in the UK. That is that is a UK term. Great show. Thank you so much, Dan. And uh, we will see. Well, are we doing a Super Team Megaforce tomorrow? Yeah, eight Eastern as usual. Yeah. So, <laughs> unless uh, we get our special guest and we'll delay it till Wednesday, yeah. we'll figure out what happens uh, tomorrow. But uh, yeah. just keep an eye on the the socials. Oh, you got to bring and, up you you got to bring up Mikey's comment. Uh, <laughs> that's a great one. Restore one? Edward as Cap Britain. <laughs> yes, there you go. Restore Edward oh, as Captain yeah, Britain. There you go. That that's the one you want. That's the one we want to get hash uh, trending to a million. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, definitely. But, a million. but yeah. uh, and follow my YouTube channel. The link is in this description. Help me get to hundred subs so I can uh, get a short URL and I just can post the little funny clips and stuff I'm working on. We're very excited to see Corey back again in the next one. Thank you so much, guys, for everyone, everyone uh, watching and liking and commenting. It's been great. And if you could, again, go to small-screen.co.uk and uh, have a look at the uh, the articles there. We do release this later as a podcast, so you can find that everywhere at Small Screen Stories. Uh, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, then a five-star rating would be wonderful. Uh, you can follow me at EJ Lauder on Twitter. You can follow Small Screen everywhere at Small Screen Co. That, that literally comes out naturally now just like second nature <laughs> it's second nature now you're gonna be right. a, a showman in no time <laughs> yeah that's first oh man we gotta do another one <laughs> <laughs> cheers guys see you in the next one